Sound like the usual mindless, boring, getting to know you chit chat. Welcome to the Green Insider Podcast, Power Chat Edition, Episode 45. Right now, and we're very excited about today's episode as we continue our Green Insider at Greentown collaboration, celebrating Greentown's first month here in the great city of Houston. And with today's Power Chat episode, we welcome to the program founder and CEO of Varia Energy, Miss Anna Dye. Anna Dye, a Houston native, been back in the city for two years after spending time overseas in Amsterdam, and she's doing great work with Varia. We talked with Miss Anna about how she started Varia, how her time overseas kind of shaped her idea and gave her kind of the impetus for coming up with Varia, the importance of Greentown and what it's meant for her and her new company, and what it's meant in these last two years being a female minority owner and trying to wade her way through the startup and investment waters. So great information and just an absolute amazing young woman. Please welcome to the program, Miss Anna Dye. Varia works with commercial and industrial facilities to reduce their resource utility waste. So we're talking water, we're talking energy, um, coal, electricity, and solid municipal waste. Um, This is really important because in the U.S. commercial and industrial facilities are almost 100% are older than 40 years old or renovated but still older than 40 years old originally. So if you want to think of us comparatively, um, think of us like a Fitbit for facilities. In my last year of college, I was working for a media, but on the software branch um, company, and it got bought out by a Dutch media company. So I went over to Amsterdam and I lived in Amsterdam for about a year, year and a half, and I saw something completely different. Right. So uh, over there, they recycle. Um, They have farmers markets. Um, They don't waste at all. All their cars are Teslas. All their taxis are Teslas. And they're trying to go 100% EV vehicle by 2024. So our plan is to go there by 2050. And we don't really have a plan right now. We just know we want to hit the 2050 mark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something I studied. So when I was in school, I was actually pre-med. But then the startup took off. So as a biology major, we had an environmental track that I took as well. So I kind of knew what was going on in the environment. Um, So that, I guess, really sparked my interest then, but I had no idea I'd have Varia, you know, as a company. When I went to Amsterdam, I think that was what really solidified things. In Amsterdam, I just saw the way people thought there. conscientiousness of people there was just hey the whole climate change is real it's happening we need to do something it affects this generation whereas back in houston i didn't see that going on and so i kind of got worried honestly (laughs) i came i I was just like why why aren't we doing anything you know if we if the sea levels go up by 19 inches because you know earth's temperature goes up by one degree celsius you know that's houston that's galveston that's florida that's louisiana that's all all of the coastal cities underwater at this point that's almost all of india underwater so why aren't we doing anything right. you know and so when i came back originally it was to start a media company that kind of was to educate so originally i wanted to establish this reddit for environmentalists so that people here in Houston could see everything that was going on in amsterdam right. you know we have such a hey make america great mentality 
if we do, why don't we make it great in an environmental sense too? So the idea was, you know, if we see that Amsterdam had, you know, transportation everywhere, um, they were going EV by 2024, we would kind of push that date forward. You know, so I came back with the hopes that everybody would change their mind on things. But, you know, that's not really the way things work here. Um, there's a bell curve. So there's like, you know, the first adopters, which is the first 20%, and then like 10 to 20 years later, the rest of the curve kind of trickles in, right? right? Um, uh, the way we got into building facilities was when I first got here. So it's Houston, right? So when I first got here, it's oil and gas. I knew about the industrial facilities over here. Um, we met with a engineer who I later teamed up to uh, work, work with on um, facilities, so commercial facilities, we were doing sustainability retrofits for older buildings, right? Like banks, um, all the buildings up north in spring, um, some buildings along Channel View as well, okay. um, like facilities, casing and tubing companies. When we really went in and investigated these buildings, they were still running off of a system or a health system, if you will, back from the 1980s. Right. And they're not still not changed. Yeah. So everything is still manual in uh, a lot of parts of Houston. And so we really tapped into this market. From there, I met one of our, our lead product guy, Brian, and he had worked on a software for building facilities for the past three years and uh, piloted a case study with a university in Seattle. Okay. And it showed a tremendous amount of savings, cost savings, operational savings, water reduction, waste reduction in general. Greentown's been very critical for us. I think in terms of exposure, we weren't very exposed. So we have our own office, right? And so we kept very internal and focused on our product for the past few months. So I would say we've had this product and started this product six months ago, um, really working on it. But with Greentown, we're able to talk to other people yeah. that know more about the market in this product and meet all the heavy hitters in Houston. And because of that, we're able to develop our product as needed for the market. Okay. Yeah. And then 2021? So after the funding round, it's fully developed the product and enter the enterprise markets, right? So completely go into North America with this product, um, gather as much data as possible so we can see how the environment, look at trends for facilities, right? And industries, how the environment affects the facilities, but also vice versa, how these facilities affect the environment as well. So it's been on extremes in some really? cases. Yeah, I would say um, on one side, there's support, right? Yeah. So every time I talk to another female, especially if they're a female investor, I get a very, very, very warm reception because I think that they get it, you know? Um, but on the other hand, the oil industries here are the major dominant influence in Houston. Um, and I, when I first came to Houston, before we joined Greentown Labs, before we did an accelerator, before I was aware of how Houston worked, I think it was very hard and intimidating to get into like a group to be able to confront people and talk to people because they want to take you seriously, yeah. right? And if they kind of took you seriously, you would talk to them um, for a little bit. And they'd realize, you know, you're not from oil and gas either. You're from, you know, a completely different country. And they would kind of be like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. You you can't make change in Houston. Um, but that was the reception when I first got here. And I will say I've learned a lot since then. So my speaking skills and my conversational skills have gotten infinitely better since then as well. What was the one thing that you had to change or the one thing that you adapted on the fly, I guess? Not care. 
Okay. You, you not care. You really can't care if you're if and and I think a lot of people their pride gets in their way. But when I was like when I first started out, or even when I first started out in Amsterdam, right when I didn't know something, I would always have my phone on my side, right. So if somebody said something and I didn't know, I was so afraid to tell them I didn't know what it was. So I'd always Google, like I would get so fast at Google search and then look, read about it, look it up so that I can join the conversation as well. I think now I don't care as much. Um, when somebody says something and I don't know, I just pause them and I ask what, what that is and have them explain everything in concept. So you learn, right? So yeah. like that learning, never prevent yourself from learning and don't be afraid to not know something you've never heard of. Thank you for that so much, Ms. Anna Dye. Once again, great information, an absolute stunning individual doing great things once again here in the renewable space in the great city of Houston. Don't forget, you can get all of the Green Insider podcasts over at Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, eRenew.net, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you once again to Mike Niemer and everybody over at the eRenewable team. This has been the Green Insider podcast powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier. Yeah.